Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And we have a great episode coming on today for the sports break. We're going to talk about some of the greatest athletes and some of the greatest events that occurred on September 2nd throughout history. But before we do, just want to make sure you realize that we have a daily emailed newsletter. Now, it has everything that's coming from the pig pen. Yeah, right here, the Sports Jersey Dispatch podcast, The what's coming up on jerseydispatch.com and on Pigskin Dispatch and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast. As well, we have Orville Mulligan, our audio drama from the 1920s, a sports writer dealing with some of the great events of that time period, as well as what's happening on Sports History Network. Our friends there that have some posts coming up, we post those too in our newsletter. Every day, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, you can get it by simply signing up either on Pigskin Dispatch, jerseydispatch.com, or on the show notes of this very podcast. Let's get into your sports break, your sports history for September 2nd. Start off in the year 1956, British Ferrari driver Peter Collins unselfishly hops out and hands over his number one car to the retired teammate, Juan Manuel Fangio. Now, during the season-ending Italian Grand Prix at Monza, now Fangio ended up finishing second and it allowed him to win the F1 World Drivers Championship for that year. Collins knew he needed a car, needed that ride to win that championship, unselfishly gave him his very own car. That is great sportsmanship. That's a great teammate and uh, one that uh, was remembered all these years later. Now, September 2nd, 1957, Milwaukee Braves first baseman Frank Torrey, number 14, scored six runs to tie an MLB record. With the offense, it was not a wonder that the Braves went on to route the Chicago Cubs 23-10 in that game. Big score by some big offense by Frank Torrey. September 2nd, 1962, St. Louis first baseman number six, Stan Musials recorded his 3,516th hit in the Cardinals' 4-3 loss versus the New York Mets. Well, hitting safely here, pushed Musial past Tris Speaker into second place behind only Ty Cobb on the Major League Baseball's all-time list. September 2nd, 1965, the Chicago Cubs legend Ernie Banks, number 14, hit his Major League Baseball 400th career home run off of Kurt Simmons, who wore number 31 that season. This Ernie Banks blast over the wall propelled Chicago to a 5-3 victory over the St. Louis Cardinals at Wrigley Field. And as a side note, you may remember Kurt Simmons, the pitcher that threw to Ernie Banks, his name from a previous post as he also gave up Willie Mays' 400th home run in 1963, just two years earlier. Very interesting indeed. Two great ballplayers hit their 400th off of the same pitcher. Now, speaking of things that are very interesting, I want you to be aware of one of our new sponsors here, Sports History Network, and of the Sports Jersey Dispatch podcast. Uh, it has a very great flavor, and it's a really cool place. It's called Home Field. It's a premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Now, I got a, a shirt from them to, to help with doing this podcast, and I you know, of course, I got to pick my favorite team. I got Notre Dame and got a package in the mail a few days uh, after the ordering. And, oh, my goodness, it was it was an experience to open up this package. I 
got in there and at first of all it's neatly wrapped in a some cool wrapping paper it's almost like a newspaper it's got some some pretty cool vintage stuff on there there's some uh, a lot of wording on there and it's a uh, very flavorful and then you know i open it up and before i even see the shirt it's I mean, i've got thank you cards and some some really great things there some great messages that they go really made me feel like I was getting like a present from from my grandmother or something. It was it's just it gave you a great home field feel, and that's why they're home field apparel. They give you these great things. Well, anyway, the shirt itself it's a the t-shirt. It's their own brand of t-shirt, and they've got these logos from the past. Now mine ended up being the the logo from. Uh, 1963 i believe it was the old fighting irish the uh the little leprechaun on there with his fists up you know pump, ready to pump and take on anybody and it says notre dame fighting irish on it and it is done so well now folks i can tell you my family was on silk screening for a, for a long time and the silk screen quality on this shirt is pretty awesome it's very well done you could tell very professionally done mine's a four color and they're spot on everything's lines up it looks beautiful and this silk screening is made to last it's not going to crack and and wear out as you, you wear the shirt these are made to, to wear to be shown out in public and uh, support your team and it's a great thing they have right now they have 150 different colleges uh you know mostly d1 colleges but just some some great things vintage and you'll look your best with home field apparel let me tell you where to look to find your favorite shirt to order for yourself homefieldapparel.com is where you go and once you find what you want you can get a 15 percent discount by entering sports history as the code when you're checking out so get that 15 percent with sports history at homefieldapparel.com try them out today now, speaking of sports history, let's get back to our sports history for September 2nd, 1966 is the year Joe Auer, number 32, a former Georgia Tech player, returned the opening kickoff 95 yards for a Miami Dolphins touchdown in the Dolphins' first ever AFL regular season game. Their opponent, the Oakland Raiders, ended up going on to win that game 23-14 at the Orange Bowl in front of over 26,000 fans. But this is in the first you know, few seconds of Dolphins history running back the opening kickoff. Pretty amazing by Joe Auer, number 32. September 2nd, 1972, Chicago Cubs pitcher Mill Pappas, number 32, tossed a no-hit gem against the San Diego Padres lineup, resulting in an 8-0 Cubs win. September 2nd, 1978, the New York Yankees right fielder Reggie Jackson, number 44, hit his 20th home run of the season in a 6-2 home victory over the Seattle Mariners. Mr. October was the 19th MLB player to hit 20 home runs in 11 straight seasons. Pretty amazing. September 2nd, 1987, Houston Astros outfielder Kevin Boss, number 17, became the first National League player to switch hit home runs in a game twice in one season in the Astros' 10-to-win victory over the Chicago Cubs. And on September 2nd, 1990, Toronto Blue Jays pitcher number 37, Dave Stibe, threw an MLB record ninth no-hitter of the season. Pretty amazing stuff as the he and the Jays knocked off Cleveland 3-to-nothing on that day. 
And finally, we have September 2nd, 2001. More history at the European Grand Prix circuit. German Ferrari driver Michael Schumacher in the number one car won the Belgian Grand Prix at the Circuit de Spa Frankler Champs for his record 52nd F1 Grand Prix victory. That is your sports break for today. Some great history was shared today, and we're glad that you could join us for it. If you want to get more, just like we said, sportshistorynetwork.com, different podcasters, different sports, different eras a lot of, lot to listen to there also go to jerseydispatch.com our home website and pigskin dispatch if you're interested in some strictly football history till tomorrow everybody have a great sports history day we're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history we invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.